What's up, man? It's your boy, Aust, and welcome to another episode of Motherfuckers in the Barbershop, the waviest podcast on the planet. I just got my hair cut. My shit wavy as fuck right now. We got our usual fellas with us here today. Lando. Yeah, this is Lando. You can follow me on Twitter at the Tackler 1711. Then we got Be Nice. What up, though? It's nice. You can follow me on the gram at Be Nice two underscores and on Twitter at two underscores Be Nice. And then we, uh, oh, and Gans. You can follow Gans at Young Gans on Twitter anytime, man. Um, what's up, man? What, what you gotta pay about? us for that type of pub. <laughs> you can't be pubbing a nigga. Oh, I, um, we taking endorsements, too. You wanna get shouted out? Hit my line, cash app. Hey, if you want to get shot out, just wire me $5 million real quick. I got you. Man, right, that sounds like a setup. You say wire me, you finna get Western Union, and you finna get scammed. Before we uh, even go to our shots to take money, I want to shout out Tyrese, man. Shout out Tyrese. Tyrese man. got us a couple good, he got us a couple good listens last week, man. He, a, a lot, bro. Yeah, he helped us oh, out. That's not why I thought y'all was shouting him out. Just that's like cool. That's cool. So I'm shouting out Namesake, Tyrese, man. Yeah. So, uh... Y'all want to get into the, this the usual business, man? Shout out to you, baby. Be nice, you go first. I will go first. Be Shout nice. out to Michael Blackson for keeping the comedy going. He not letting this Tyrese thing die. And I, I need that right now. I need... Yeah, he tried to trade him for some goats and Steph Curry. And nobody want this nigga. No, right? say, no, hold on. But his trade was... Yeah, it's uneven. It's uneven. Hey, look, look, look. That's the the best part about it. He asking for way too much for a nigga that's on the black market right now. Niggas don't want this nigga. He's cheap, cheap asset. This already was wasn't that expensive, anyways. If we yeah. talking fast little numbers, his shit wasn't that high, regardless. Yeah, so Michael Blackson is pushing it with his with his request. But I also want to shout out the NBA being back. This is gonna be a running shout out. It's just it's fun times, bro. Basketball and football, you just best of both worlds. Yeah, it feel like the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Body. That baseball shit gone. It's just, I'm I'm living right now. I'm it's having like, a good time. It's like the NBA been around for like two months right now, but it's really just been eleven hey. games. Yeah. It's just I'm, I'm fast and in a hurry. Ball. And shout out to Michigan State uh, football, but also basketball. I watched them today. Obviously, against a lesser talent in North Florida, but the team looks extremely deep. Okay, man. They look extremely deep. <laughs> man, the YMCA could have beat North Florida. But go ahead, man. I don't know, man. North Florida had a, some, they had a good game plan. The driving kick and their three points was going in. YMCA does, too. No, hell no. <laughs> YMCA think they got good game plans. And then the driving kicks don't go in. And then they don't get back on defense. Hey, shout out to North Florida. But, All right, you know. so I'm going to go. I'm going to shout out. I'm going to shout out Be Nice. Really, I'm going to shout out Movements. Because Be Nice was drinking the Movements. Oh, and, no. And I, <laughs> you don't want to drink that shit, though. I fuck with the movements, though. He brought out a classic. A movements yeah. is a classic drink, though. I seen it in the gas station on my way over. I'm like, movements? Well, I ain't had that since since, like, 10th grade. Yeah, it wasn't a blue one. All red one. No, I ain't, I'm, I'm, I'm OG Triple O. OG Green, movements. So, shout out to movements. Um, Also going to shout out. I think that's it for the shout-out. I think that's probably the only shout-out I got. I'm shaking my head at FanDuel and Amir Trailer. Oh, Mad yeah. suggestions. Shout-out to Amir Trailer. He, he, just go the opposite. If you ask him for FanDuel advice, just go the opposite of what he tell you because usually he always wrong, so he'd probably be right. All right, Lando, go ahead. All right, man. I got a shout-out to Detroit Pistons, man. Every time I say they say the Pistons, I'm going to say I told you, man. I told you, man. Shout-out to the Lions for winning on It's only been 11 night. games. Hey, what have you told, told me? I told you. No, you worried. You sweating over there, dog. I'm not. It's high. You I already lost your football guy shit, dog. I'm taking the passport. All right, so, all right, we'll go ahead. We'll talk about the business in a minute. Okay. Uh, Shout-out to uh, Cameron, man. Dropped a mixtape today. It sounded like old Cameron, bro. I was I was geek. He took some shots at Jay-Z, man. It was a great 
Shout out to The Punisher, man. The TV show about to come on Netflix next yeah. week. I can't wait for that. I just got in. emailed about that. Yeah, it's coming through. And a shout out to Congo, man. The tropical jungle of Congo, man. Shout out to Congo. Do you want to tell why? Yeah, yeah. Shout like, that out. Oh, well, listen, man. We did like some why not shout out to Scandinavia? Hey, shout yeah. out to Scandinavia, too. Scandinavia gets a shout out, and too. European, the European Jew and the European Jew. And the European Jew, man. Shout out me. Shout out my DNA. This nigga landed a mutt. He went and got an Ancestry.com for his birthday and he figured out that he just a pile of shit. To be honest, all over that made me think it was more fake than anything. It was yeah. just so much random stuff and, and it's like, ah, shit, it was like, ah. Lando melting pot of just all types of I'm nations. I'm the world, bro. I'm the world. That's why he's so flip floppy. He can't make his mind up. Oh, he's got like both right sides up. of the fence. He sounds like he's from Boston. He's Uncle Tom. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Tom. <laughs> and he liked Kevin Spacey. That was yeah. Kevin Spacey, a good actor. I don't like what he do off the set, but when he the camera rolling, he good. But I just got that that jungle warrior in me mixed with that Viking warrior. <laughs> you just don't know, man. They just came together and they just made a beast, man. <laughs> They met in Atlantic. Well, it sound like he auditioning for the next season of Game of Thrones right now. Oh, yeah, I am. Shout <laughs> hey, oh, shout out to Game of Thrones, man. They've been shooting in the Riverlands. I cannot wait for next year, bro. <laughs> Lando, shout out. Lando sound like he take, trying to take Tyrese's spot in Fast 9. I knew. Hey, I want it. I'm funnier than Tyrese. And I'm stronger than Tyrese. I don't know Put me in that. there. Tyrese has been on the road lately. No, they, they just scripted funny. That. I, don't, I mean on the Instagram. No, no, know. I'm talking about movie funny. Line me up, know. Tracy got me right. I'm ready. All right, so uh, what y'all want to? Where y'all want to oh, go? Shake all the. I want to shake my head at Thursday night football. Sherman getting hurt. That that just that devastated me, man. Yeah. They, no need to be playing on Thursdays no more. Yeah, Thursdays is looking bad for. I mean, it was always looking yeah. bad for Thursdays, but this year when the Thursday product was actually pretty decent, it's just looking even worse now. Yeah. They trying to do everything they can with color rush, and apparently, like even Doug Baldwin said, he. Co- it being illegal to play on Thursday night football. It should be. Even though they do get extra money for playing on Thursday night football, so it's probably nothing they're gonna be able to do to it to about five years from now. I, I just think it's a way that you can have people play off their bye week and give them more time a break. They shouldn't play Sunday, then play Thursday. Yeah. And so it's a way they can they can get it together, but it's definitely and then uh shake my head at the and that's where I wanted to start this off. At the ball family. Mm. At this Chinese trip that I think is a uh a publicity stunt. Um, and y'all do not it's know what happened. Yeah. Leangelo Ball and him and three of the six five dudes decided it'd be a good idea to go while in China to play a Chinese team. Decide to steal from a Louis Vuitton. Style. I don't I grasp think, how that's a publicity. I need you, you to, to elaborate. Let me tell you why. And it might not be, but they filming a TV show out there, right? Most definitely. Now China has a ninety nine percent conviction rate. So, I mean, in that crime, if that was like me, you, Austin, we do that. We do it about a year or we do it a few months. Three to ten is yeah, what they're, exactly. they're looking at. They got 20 days of house arrest. This is something for LeVar Ball to do to get his TV show, to get more people viewing in. They probably going to have an episode where they're showing this happen. His name been out the limelight a little bit. And so, why is everybody over in China? It just, it just, it don't really make too much sense. Unless it's just a publicity stunt. It's just I, what they do on TV show. I think that... And then, if it's not a publicity stunt, why are you... You got a Ferrari back home. Why are you stealing from Louis Vuitton? And you can go to Rodeo. Chinese Louis Vuitton. Chinese. You can go to Rodeo Drive, where me and Austin was at, and they have probably the biggest Louis Vuitton you store. You can't steal from there. But... Yeah, you can't. This is how I feel. And we're going to get to you, B. But if you, whether it's with publicity stunt or not, honestly, it was the dumbest thing he probably could have did in his life. Yeah. 
nigga, you 6'5". The niggas you with is 6'5". Y'all are the worst shoplifters on the planet. I'm pretty sure if... Nigga, it'd be nice and with you black. It be and you black. It'd be nice with the China right now. He'd probably be one of the tallest motherfuckers right out there right now. N- n- no racism, no stereotypes. <laughs> but he'd be tall as hell. They'd probably be looking at him the whole way. You think they wasn't looking at y'all three motherfuckers walking that stuff like, oh damn. I wonder what they up to. No good, nigga. They pretty sure they was planning to think y'all was up to no hey good. Guys. So I don't I just don't get it. Like it was it what it didn't make sense. Um it didn't make sense from a standpoint of they all got money, uh, they all got scholarships, and then they're trying to cancel the game. They can't cancel the game because everybody over there now. But Leandro, I just don't know what was all three of y'all gonna do with a pair of sunglasses, anyways? Pass them around. Y'all all can't wear sunglasses to the party. Y'all couldn't even wear the, the Louis Vuitton belt. Y'all probably all gonna steal at the party. So I just don't, I don't get it, man. I mean, for me, honestly, I think that the only publicity stunt part of it is the whole family traveling. And I wouldn't even say that's a publicity stunt. They just took advantage of what it is. You go space out, get to bring your name somewhere. They, If I'm not mistaken, I've seen that they had some pop-up shops at some local Japanese uh, streetwear brand stores. So they're making advantage of it. Lavar's a hustler. He's going to take advantage of it. He took his, to be honest, what's looking like the shining star of the family and LaMelo with him. LaMelo looks like he's going to be the tallest might be the most athletic, yeah. and he probably going to have the best opportunity to be the best best player out of the family. He already looks offensively the best, yeah. most talented. Lonzo didn't have this type of skill set. And not only that, he has the better personality to build a star. Lonzo, I, I, it's it's so tough to build the star out of the quiet one. Well, no, because LeVar had to play Vince McMahon with him. You know, he had to build him up, yeah. talk a bunch of shit. yeah. yeah. But now, like, Leandro kind of can talk his own shit. Yeah, he can say what he want to. You forgot to shout that out. Shout out Ric Flair, 30 for 30, man. Yeah, that, that was, was, that was talk, a, a good, decent one. Good. But he, I think that, he, that that was for him, it was like, all right, this is a chance for us to build our brand in China. Take the take the ball family global. And that's and I think that, I don't think that this my my no, hope is, me, is that it wasn't you hit it right on you hit it right on the nail. And his he probably had the pop up shops and they yeah. wasn't selling out, wasn't filling out. He felt like people didn't know he was there. Yeah. So they created this diversion to happen and so now everybody talking about it. I, I think I think that's the case. I think that the biggest issue I have with you saying this is because I feel like you have more respect for LeVar Ball. I bought that. the shirt. I'm that's, not, that's, that's what I'm saying. I think that I think that you have more respect for him than to think he was no, stoop stoop this low. That's this is very low people Lando. Do, people do a lot of things for attention. This, this bro. is very low. I, what I'm hoping and I don't know a lot of the facts about the situation because it was just so idiotic that I really didn't want to read too much into it. I'm hoping that Maybe one of the kids that Angelo was with didn't have this parental structure, and they made the bad decision. He just was an accessory. That's what my hope is. One of these other kids coming from maybe a different situation than him, they made a bad decision and said, "You know what? We just gonna they ain't gonna know they ain't gonna notice, or we gonna take these real quick and get up out of here." I'm hoping he was just an accessory. Like I said, I don't know the, the facts. I don't know the the what? situation to Look, a T. I'm hoping he was an accessory. Let me say this: being out the country, I went out the country a few times. You do not steal or commit any crime. Most definitely. They already don't like people from America. They think that we we know it all and that we run the world and that we just have this like superior mentality. So they're going to try to put... If, if he wasn't a celebrity or anything like that, yeah. they will put the hammer down to somebody else. And that's what I'm saying. I, I feel like, and just like I said, I feel like you have more respect for LeVar. I don't think that he's an ignorant person. No. I don't think that he's a bad person. No, no, no. So I feel like he brought his kids up with a certain structure. Granted, he might let them get away with a little bit of leeway as far as talking back to people or being headstrong with the situation because you can see how he carries himself. He's very confident. Right. But in a situation like that, I just can't see it as, as, as a, 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 but a situation where he was stealing. But there was the play where 
this is the forgotten child. Maybe he is the one that's this neglected. Maybe, so maybe it might be that possibility. But, oh, you but well, no, I was just gonna say, um, now they call him Lavar Bell. Yeah, because he bailed people that's, out. That, that, that's funny. Bailed, yeah, and and that's that's another thing. Like it's not it's not really his fault because at eighteen years old, you know right from wrong. I don't want to hear this. He a kid and all that type. Eighteen years old, you def you definitely know right from wrong. So. If he stole, to, he to made some degree though, that was what I was talking about. The other kid, if you come up in nothing, you come up in bad situations, you come up around negativity, your idea of what right from wrong might be skewed a little. Well, a lot of them people ain't going over to China. They might not be, yeah. but if you can play basketball, you will. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Again, if you can play basketball, they take you on. Then you, then again, you know that if I take something that's in a store and I didn't pay for it. That's wrong. Man, you you know that you yeah. putting you putting yourself out there for it. Definitely in China. Well, that's definitely. not a free country. Well, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you you definitely better. But be everybody careful. isn't as influenced or knowledgeable about certain situations like this. Everybody doesn't know the rules of China. They yeah. don't know that the the type of government they have. They don't yeah. know the, the laws that they have and how strict they're on this. We've already host heard stories. I know a person. I don't know him personally, but I've seen stories about a guy from Detroit that's like over there trying to help out with the Chinese football league. Or he's in, in, in some situation over right. there, and he had got into a fight. And he's in prison still. Yeah. So it's, it's, I already knew that this was a bad situation. That they were in. And all you got to do is watch the old Midnight Express movie, man. Yeah. With the turkey trying to steal yeah. some shit, dog. Got his hand cut off. So that's a... All right. So speaking of uh, the ball niggas, um, everybody want to talk about Lonzo right now. Everybody think Lonzo is not a very good player. Like I said, it feel like it's been two months, ladies and gentlemen, but it's only been 12 games of the NBA. Um, fellas, what y'all thought on the first 12 Alonzo ball games? I mean, I think the expectation was way too high. I think, like, we can reel it back in. I think he is a solid player. I think he is a, a good player. He has to work on his shooting. He has to change his shooting motion because he can only shoot to the left. He's going to have to change that. And um, I had a problem with – I love LeVar, but I had a problem with what his dad said about him not playing enough minutes. Like, he lead the team in minutes, and he had led the team one game, like, shots attempted. So, it was, I don't know what else – Luke Walton has to coach the team. Right. He can't just. It's not like a personal trainer. It's not like a one-on-one league. So he has to. He has to play in the system. And you know, I think he's doing okay. But I just think the expectation was too high. I'm not exactly sure on that quote because I I didn't hear it, like the full soundbite of what he said. What I saw was that he said that Lonzo should be playing the fourth quarter in entirety for him to get into a rhythm, which I don't necessarily have an issue with him saying that. If he was saying he just wants him to play that and not have those minutes subtracted somewhere else, then I do kind of have an issue with it. But I've seen with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant likes to play quarters in entirety. He doesn't like to take those half stretches. So it is some type of things for rhythm. So if that's what he was saying is to subtract it somehow else in another situation where I want my boy at the end of the game, if he's supposed to be the point guard of this team, I want him to get into a rhythm where he doesn't have to feel like he's on the bench for too long and he gets cold. I don't have an issue with that. My problem with Lonzo right now is like we've all said the expectations. I feel like we knew that this kid wasn't going to come in and just be the mecca of basketball. Although I do think that having him there makes the team a little bit better because of he has a more soundness about him than D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell was kind of rebellious. We didn't never know what he was going to do each night. Sometimes he wanted to be a superstar, but then sometimes he also kind of faded into this quiet character who was timid. So it was unpredictable what you were going to get. With Lonzo, you know who he's going to be every night. Only issue right now is that his offense isn't there. He doesn't have a jump shot, and I think I touched on this before the season started, and you just chimed in on it. He's going to have to change his jump shot. He can't get it off. He can only shoot from one side of the court. He has floaters, but they're all kind of awkward. 
So it's like now he doesn't really have an offensive game where he can get to the basket how he wants to because it's going to be clogged. They know you can't shoot great. So now they kind of playing you off. He was a decent three-point shooter, but he's not somebody that's like, all right, we can't, you know, we can't. Because if you play up on him, he can blow past you, and then he'll be a lot more successful. They don't have to do that. So I think that right now the expectations just need to be weighing down a, a lot. And I think that if anything, if things go all wrong, that this is on Magic Johnson's shoulders. Magic Johnson was head over heels for this kid, and he, he hyped up the situation even more than it was with LeVar Ball because LeVar is – just he the best press man, PR man in the planet. He gonna get your story out there, no matter what. So at this point, they just need to way back on on Lonzo, let him play. But it's it's gonna be difficult in LA. I just feel like Lonzo is more Ricky Rubio than what everybody else thought, and, and that's fine. Like it's there's room in the NBA for Ricky Rubio. But the problem with that is is that they had the same Ricky Rubio wasn't expected to be what he is. No, it, it, exactly. I just feel like every expectation was way too high. Like yeah. it went from I, I really. I really don't know what it written from though, because now people's like trying to deal it back to oh he could be like Jason Kidd. And I thought he probably can, but I mean he big, he big. I, you know I'm tired of people saying that man, because people saying that shit like Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd was a beast. No he was. I but mean Jason Kidd really shoot like that. I mean but he took his teams to the finals. He got people involved. He went yeah, he that was, guys. He was like he nine years in the league though. What you, I mean still with he had already been through two. But he was a rookie. He was a rookie of the year when he came in. But his yeah. stats wasn't amazing. Huh? His stats not going to be that much better than Lonzo. he rebounded. He hustled. He played. Lonzo he, rebounds. Lonzo do everything. But <laughs> like, that's why, and that's why I said he, he's solid. And, but Jason Kidd had, he had those games. Where he Jason Kidd had forth. two other proven players. And that's what I, that was something else I wanted to chime on. Right. Jason Kidd had Jim Jackson, who at the prime of his career was a very talented well, player. They start, wait, hold on. And they started beefing over Tony Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that ruined the whole team. And, that, and, and he was still able to function. He was. Over that. But day. that's what I was saying. And that's something Lonzo's that was supporting cast yeah. is not there yet. I was going to say, if anything, as good as Lonzo is, he would be way better on a team Paul George. Yeah, most, most and that's the thing. Like, this Laker team isn't really that good. Like, it's not defined in that motion where it's like, oh, yeah, he's like, oh, Brent Ingram. He, yeah. Like, he, he kind of almost does kind of make them better because they, they look a, little, a lot more smoother when we're on the court. Yeah, but they just don't. They're not good enough to make him look better. Not at to all. To the point where he can't score. Jamal Mashburn was already averaging close to 19 points at this time when Jason Kidd was in the league. So you got a player that's already on the fringe of being an all-star. You got Jim Jackson who's growing with you. He doesn't have – Lonzo doesn't have that capability right now because, to be honest with him, the second best player on his team, if you want to call him the best player, he is Kyle Kuzma. Player. It's all – both of them just got there. They're the best players. I understand what you're saying. But I'm saying if you put – you can put Jason Kidd on any team, any team, he was going to make him a lot better. And he knew when to take over the game. Lonzo, has, right, to, yeah. he I, has to he has to be more aggressive down the stretch. No, most definitely. Basketball. And that's what we're and talking about. He has to start going to the rack. And then I feel like um, like a lot of stuff nowadays, we put a lot of stuff, because we see rookie Ben Simmons and shit like that. He's not yeah. really a rookie. He's he getting really to Blake rookie. Griffin. He had a four year to work yeah, out and train. Right, but it's like we see players like that that like really come off of their rookie year or like uh, like Carl Anthony. And, and it's kind of easier for big dudes and they got it like that or even like Giannis and stuff like that. But when John Wall got to league, he couldn't shoot neither. He could do it. It took him a while. You got to, and he really still can't really shoot like that, but it's respectable. And that's all Lonzo got to work on is making his jumper more respectable. But he got, he know he can shoot. He got to change, he got to change that, the way he's shooting. I feel like I don't know if he can do that yet. I feel like if anything, he's going to have to have a shooting coach just adjust it for him. So if he is going to bring it from the hip, he's bringing it from like, he's shooting it at the top of right. Y'all can't see what I'm doing, people listening. But he's shooting at the top of the left Rather, side of the head instead of then bring. No, it's, it's Kevin possible. Durant kind of bring the same. He kind of shoots the same yeah. way as Kevin Durant. But Kevin Durant's seven feet tall. But the, it's just it's possible because we talked about it with um, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis shot from the the front of his face as well. 
when he first got into the league. And he worked with somebody to get the ball over his head. So it's possible. You just got to get in the gym. Yeah. You got to train. You got to figure it out. You got to – it's muscle memory. You yeah. got to train but your body to do it. It's, it's the thing is, I almost – and that's probably was LeVar down for himself. LeVar's probably telling him, like, your shot good. You don't really need to work on it. And now it's like, hey, it's not good. Like, it ain't it – no. ain't. this is what shit he could have been working on. No, we've seen this with, with a bunch of NBA players. If something works and you're dominant against people, what, why change it? In yeah. high school, you, if you don't have the right people around you to see – Forehand or into the future, hey, this might be an issue but, down the but line. You know what? That, that comes with a problem with <coughs> you don't allow your kids to be coached properly. Most you, definitely. You kind of micromanaging that that type of stuff happens. So. All right. So what else y'all want? To, oh, um. So looking at us now, what are the other point guards y'all feel like probably were better? Are better now? Because like you was raving about Dennis Smith, who I think that nigga not really shit like that. But Dennis Smith is a is a beast. I I mean I've seen him a few games, and the games I've seen, he is explosive. I think he's going to be really good. Uh, uh, I he think he'll be right. really good. He, he pretty, he playing pretty good. De'Aaron Fox, you say him, he's not that good. To no, me. he's straight. He's straight. He's nah, fast. I'd, he can I'd, score. If you were gonna make an argument for somebody to be better than Lonzo down the stretch, I would go with De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, De'Aaron um, Fox is good. Dennis Smith at North Carolina State. And granted, he had an issue with the team he played yeah, with, yeah. but he 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 was caught out for his leadership and his work ethic a couple of times. Yeah. Not necessarily his individual work ethic, but just working hard out there on the floor. If the games got ugly, he didn't always compete all the time. Oh yeah. So. And he, he rose when he wanted to rise. You saw him against Duke and games like that. He played very, very well. Right. And when they played in, in the conference and they played against weaker talent, he didn't always show up. Right. So Dennis Smith is somebody that I'm not completely sold on. His athleticism is crazy. Yeah. I wanted the Pistons. To, I want him to fall yeah. to us. It didn't happen. De'Aaron Fox, we saw what he did to Lonzo in college. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a competitor. He kind of got a John Wall-esque feel to him, and he kind of got that same hungry. He feel like he got a chip on his shoulder right now. There's somebody yeah. out there who they say better than me, but I feel like I'm better than him. That don't always work out, though, because a lot of niggas be having chips on their shoulder, and it's just driving crazy. All right, so we just speaking on the Pistons. Um, the Pistons are one of the top teams in the East right now. I, you, you can take that for what it's worth, whatever that means to you or your family, whatever. But um, I personally feel like this Pistons team is a, is a weird team right now because I know – they're not going to win the championship. No, they no. might not, probably might not even go to the Eastern Conference Final. No, and that's in the short run. And in the long run, they don't look like they're going to be any better either because when LeBron age up and the Warriors probably let go of somebody, they don't look like they're the next team that's up and coming. I have to disagree with you. And so I just feel like, where do y'all see this? What, on what point of that do you disagree with? They have a young nucleus. But what, what he just said no, was, no, you have saying, the Bucks and the Philadelphia 76ers. I see that, but they're going to have to compete with them. But the Bucks are not going to be able to keep everybody, are they? Come on now. I mean, Who is everybody? They're going to have to say At some point, Wilson going to leave. Trade Don Maker and the other niggas. Don Maker going to leave. And, and like I said, they've already beat they beat the Bucks this year. We're not, not. We talking no, I'm just about... Saying, if, so if the right. Pistons stay together and continue to grow, but and the Bucks start losing pieces, and we didn't just beat them, right. Reggie Jackson already twenty seven. That's that's young right now. We got LeBron about to be playing to be about forty. Where yeah. you do you see a pist- a playoff picture with the Pistons beating the Bucks? Yes, I do. And if they play the Bucks this year in the playoffs, they Wait, will beat he, them. He's not wrong right now. Yeah, if they play the Bucks right now. right now, they will beat them in the playoffs. But the they one will. thing that I will say that has always been Achilles' heel for the Pistons, they picked the wrong people. I said this in the offseason, the sleeper of the draft. I picked kind of wrong because Kyle Kuzma is clearly the sleeper of the draft. You got no, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, yeah, they Utah made looks way better, and we let him slip past us. They made a mistake. For Luke Kennard. They made a mistake, but I think Lakeston Galloway makes up for that. Eh, I think Lakeston Willow no. makes up for that. 
Galloway's straight, man. See, he's I think, straight. Yes, yeah, but saying. Donovan Mitchell has scored twenty three several bro, times this season. I, I said they made a mistake with yeah. Donovan. They should have picked up. But you Donovan said he Mitchell. makes up for. It. I makes up for Luke Kennard. <laughs> no, 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 I'm talking about Luke. Can you say Luke Kennard? Yeah, I'm saying okay. he makes up for Luke Kennard. He don't make up for. Donovan Look, Mitchell. I like Lance Galloway. So yeah. you think the Pistons in the long run is is one of the teams to take on the Celtics, take on the Sixers, most take definitely, on the Bucks. most definitely, yes. What you said in the long run. I'm yeah. saying like next next couple seasons. What, I'm yeah, what do you mean three years? Because nah, I, yeah. I feel like that's yes. what Brown got left in this shit. Hell no. And well, I think Brown, he's probably gonna play another four or five. Years. I'm, I'm saying, but I feel being like that might be dominant. Too, that's yeah. what he's saying. I'm saying dominant Brown Cavs might be done. I mean, we we, get, we don't know. Yeah, but we don't know. There's no way hell he gonna be pushing the force of a team in four years. Yeah. I think so. But that's what I'm saying. You think the and so even if you even if you think he is, right. you think the Pistons gonna be a team like oh I'm yeah, but don't forget the Pistons. I'm gonna tell you the difference between us and them. Stan Van Gundy. And that's the difference that's that I don't fuck with. Yeah, I think that's, that's the difference, the difference I with. Because he got his own system, and he got players going to play in the system. We, we're not. We're going to be developing players while everybody else is reaching and trying to get that guy. Well, see, we're going to build more of a this team. This is what coaching. I think is, with the Stan Van Gundy thing, right now I think he's coaching for us. Okay, let me keep my job. Instead yeah. of, okay, I'm about to win the championship. Also, but not because everybody. like if we do good enough to get to the playoffs, you can't fire him. Like, oh, yeah, Damn. He, keep, he keeping his companions. We've seen it. It's so much easier to do shit when you have talent already for you. Steve Kerr doesn't do anything. Right, he he does. He got the talent there, but Andre Drummond to me has gotten better. Yeah, he's getting better and better. If he can, get, he's still very young. Well, yes, and if he can get to his potential, he can be a dominant big man. He can. You just gotta stick. I'm tired of people. You don't always need a star guy. You can build a. But what we saying is, is that it's. Tobias. Two of the best players in the next five years, two right. of the best players in the NBA will be on Philadelphia. Yeah. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons will be two of the yeah, top ten like players. That's it. I feel like you got to compete with them. But Kyrie, Robert Covington is a great player. He's going to be a great player. He's a great player. Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. Exactly. We got a big man in Drummond. We got Tobias Harris who's going to grow. We got Bradley. We got Jack. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. It's going to be a good rivalry. No, you're missing what I'm saying. What are you saying? Tobias Harris and Avery Bradley in three years will be comparable to Sarik and Covington. So you already got them two other niggas that's way better than our two niggas, plus yeah. two more niggas. No, down down and we don't know if they we don't know if they're gonna be better. We don't know. Covington look better than No, I'm right. saying you don't know if Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are gonna be better than anybody on the Pistons. I mean Drummond can oh. he can match him. No, 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 I think Ben Simmons Ben Simmons is gonna be that guy. But they still got to go out there and play. They it's not it's not laid out. You can't you can't just say Oh well, they're gonna be good, so let's not play. Let's just let them win. That Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are locks to be top ten players. Joel Embiid, he got to stay healthy just, too, and he got, they got him on a minute restriction. But, 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 if he gets, nice, if, and normally he want more injury away from look, being out of there. What being nice is, is saying is, is, in the long run, the Sixers look way better. Yes. In the short run, I don't just know, like that, you that, said, that's, that's if Andre Drummond reaches ben, his potential, like yeah, said, if Joel Embiid stays healthy, yeah. If he, but has he proven that year after year? He's I gonna mean, he's gonna get Last year, I think that Joel Embiid could have played if they had a better season. Yeah, like he got his season ended because they were terrible. I don't, they I just don't, said go get healthy. I don't know. I mean, they got him already. Got him yeah, on a minute restriction. Point, so like, bro, if they got him, if they got him at a minute restriction now, three or four years from now, older body running up. I mean, they're going to come back. Just like yeah. uh, Jamal I feel like my point exactly. What you mean, Jamal Crawford? Yeah, he's okay, but he uh, he's uh, y'all talk about him like he's like but a superstar. Man, or anything like that. He's already kind of better than right now. He just demolished that nigga. He did. He did. And then said, I see you December 2nd. Nigga, we'll, we'll, see, nigga him. And we'll, see, him. we'll see him December 2nd if he ain't hurt. They going to bust that nigga ass. We're going to win. I just think that right now, and I don't even think the minutes restriction is him. I don't think that that's him or his but body. But you got you to be able to keep him. If he plays too much, go get hurt. I think that he has some bad luck. 
And then I, I think that last year he could have played through it if it was a better season. I think they told him just go get healthy. And now we see a lot of players where if they got contusions or they got uh, tendonitis, they sit them because they want you to try to be as healthy as possible so they don't risk injury. That's science. That's not the player saying, right. oh, I'm weak or I'm hurt. It's just science. I want you to get as he- close to healthy as I possibly can. Okay, so I don't think he's an issue but anymore. you see that the history of big men and leg yeah, injuries. Though, it, it is. Glares. It's glaring. It's short, it's, short, it's short your career. It is. It's glaring, but it's I don't glaring. think I'm – from my my point of view, I don't think it's gonna be him. I, but Ben Simmons is, is a lot to be dominant. Oh yes, Ben Simmons. Giannis Antetokounmpo already kind of looks like the best player in the NBA right now. To be quite honest, one of them. Right yeah. now, one of them. Him and Porzingis are my locks for one and two. But my thing they is, like are the they gonna players. be able to keep that team around? It just, it, it, well, I don't think so. But no, no, you gotta. I'm what you just said about Stan Van Gundy and him having his system. Right. The person who picked Giannis found him out of a rock. He, he, yeah. he picked them out of nothing. Yeah, he, he picked and them, he's them, he them to pick good players. And, and he put he them picked together. Brogdon. They put them together. But right now, I don't think the Bucks right now, I don't think it beat the Pistons. They just they went out there, they played on the court. They just won. And it's going to be a good matchup. It's going to be a good matchup. But they Giannis or not, and they can't shoot that well. You're right. I will give the edge to the Pistons at how they're playing right now, not necessarily because of Drummond. I think that they have veteran leadership and to some degree, Reggie Jackson. Yeah, I told you. And he's that, playing, no, he's that's what I said to some degree, yeah. but definitely Avery Bradley and then yeah. definitely Tobias Harris. Those are two players that no matter how the game is going to go, they're going to go out there and compete. Yeah, yeah. the Pistons are together, everyone achieves more type team. Yeah. I just don't, I, don't I know realistically don't see it like resulting in, it's okay. like a Memphis Grizzlies. Let me, let me stop y'all right there. <laughs> they got a peak. Let me stop y'all right yeah. there, right? Because before Golden State became this, a lot of people were saying that. It was articles about that. I don't think Steph Curry is going to be. I don't think Clay is going to be this. I don't think this team is going to be able to make it. Why did they pick Draymond? Hold on. Why did they pick them? They're not going to be able to come out the West. And you saw what happened. No, we, you don't. You got to have this conversation. So I don't know the yeah. will of somebody. No, exactly. but also, I don't know what you're going to grow into. Jackson don't look like how Steph Curry. Because even when Steph. Before his all his ankles, he was looking good. Steph has a career average of twenty one and five. Yeah, so yeah, that, but I'm saying that they didn't think they didn't like, think he was gonna turn to this. Then nobody predicted he was look, gonna I turn was, to this. I've, I've been a Warriors fan. I was upset when they traded Monte Ellis. I was upset when they traded yeah, away Jared Jack to and get Andre Iguodala. I didn't think it was over, yeah, but I didn't, was over. Over. I didn't know what I didn't know what they was doing. Man, why we let Monte Ellis go? No, I didn't think that, but I didn't know what they was doing because my vision was always a backcourt of Steph and Monte and Clay playing the three. That was what I wanted to see. Yeah, but they, they, work they, out. Made, they made the right moves. They so, did, like, most definitely. You never, you never know who's going to turn you out. You do never know. You never know. But I just, uh, I don't know. I the NBA don't is know. a good spot right now, man. We got some talented teams brewing and building. Yeah, it is It is a lot of talent in this NBA season. A lot of people, with a lot of, I told you so, Austin. Exactly. Like Sacramento. He kind of still did ruin it. He just making the regular season look pretty straight. Sacramento is not brewing. So, it's not brewing. All right, so who y'all? You said they're not brewing? No, they're not brewing. Well, to speak on that, who y'all think going to turn around quicker, the Cavs or the Thunder? Because no. the Thunder lost to them niggas the other night, but they just won tonight. And right now they're looking like a little little 2012 heatish, you know? Three three good players, all number top 10 ball usage last season. And it's looking kind of weird. Like, how is they going to win? You think Thunder going to figure it out yeah. first? Why you think that? He just don't like the Cavs. No, it's not that. It's just like what you said. It's 2012. The talent is already there for 23 of them, and they all can go every night. You ain't got no D-Wade niggas that need to go start up their car early like an old busted-down, beat-up car in the winter. You got to go start that bitch two hours in advance. You don't have to do that with none of the Thunders players. They got three people. The most glaring thing that I heard, which I heard a couple days ago on NBA TV, they all average the same amount of points, and they're all taking the same amount of shots. That shit got to stop. 
Somebody got to take the edge and be over the top. If it's Russell Westbrook, got to be Russell Westbrook. Somebody else got to fall in line. Only problem with that is, is the two people he playing with, not necessarily great catch-and-shoot players. So some things I've heard, Kenny Smith suggested that they should play pa- faster. They should play faster offense, pick up the tempo, pass the ball up a little quicker, let people get into their role and figure out what they want to do faster. Because if you do that ISO shit 20 seconds into the shot clock, then you get a bad shot. Why not just start that a little bit earlier, try to catch somebody off balance? Paul George and Carmelo Anthony, two, two of the greatest ISO players we have in the NBA right yeah, now. I think right now they are kind of playing to their individual strengths yeah. and not playing to their team strengths. Like, they could probably be a way better team than what they are playing as right I, I disagree with Be Nice. I think it's the Cavs because the Cavs are in the Eastern Conference. And, they, like I said, they're going to be able to turn around. It's, they just get bored playing these games where they got to go to Portland, they got to go to Houston. Once you get to playoff time, the Cavs are going to be there. And no seven, no team in the East can go seven with LeBron. The Thunder, they got to get that. the question. He said what? turn it around faster. What? The, the Cavs. You, you didn't around. say nothing East. about faster. You said something about the playoffs. Okay, if you want to talk about quick quick fix, yeah, the Cavs. All it takes for them to just have another meeting, and they're going to get it rolling. They're in the Eastern another Conference. Another meeting. Yes, and that's it. What's going to be said in such meeting? Let's get it going. <laughs> Let's turn it off. Then they said that in the last one. No, not really. They just said like they were just trying to they're trying to prep up they're trying to prep up J.R. Smith, man, get him to crying yeah, and stuff like that. So it was just like, bro, you started even stroking his ego. But now it's and just that didn't work. So what's going on? Why, why is let get it, let's get it going gonna work, bro? Once they get once LeBron get going, the, the best second player best player on the team looks like Jeff Green right now. Jeff Green's a good is a good player for that team. But once they get going, then once Isaiah Thomas come back. It's, it's a wrap. They coming up. No team on the East How is beat them. How is it a wrap? It's a wrap. That seems like more confusion out the East? than any. I'm saying. Who coming out the East? So the cat, I want you about. to make a statement right here. Put your, put your balls on the table. Who coming out the East? Who coming out the East? Yes. Boston. All right, so that's, that's what I wanted to talk about. Let me, the Thunder is in the West. If they keep losing, they're going to get lower and lower in the standard. They're going to be fighting to make the playoffs. All right, so with the Celtics right now, um, are y'all drinking the Kool-Aid on this no. 11-game win streak No. without Gordon Hayward, without even Al Horford, without no. Kyrie being the highest-scoring player on the team? What y'all think? No, stop. I want everybody to stop being a prisoner of the you moment. You know why? Be nice to be a prisoner of the moment. Mano just said it. I think that the coaching there is amazing. And Brad Stevens has proven that he can get the most out of his players and put them in the best situations. We're getting the best out of Marcus Smart, the best out of Jalen Brown, the best out of Jason Tatum, the best out of Terry Rozier. This nigga's on that team I've never even heard of, and I love basketball. Fucking Theus, who the fuck is he? And he's producing. He's producing. Aaron Baines, we as Pistons fans to some degree myself, he was a talented player for us. He played good. He's producing. So right now, look, I – I saw Aaron Baines playing for the Pistons in a few games that I did watch last year. I take that nigga over Tristan Thompson. Y'all can put me on the market on anything y'all want to put me on. Tristan Thompson ass. That's a weak ass player. He is trash. I've been saying he trash. This nigga only can do one thing, which is offensive rebound. And he couldn't even do that against Steph Curry last year. I mean, Baines, Steph out rebounded him. Baines is slow and he's getting foul trouble here. I'm, and what I'm, is Tristan glad. Thompson? He's I, athletic. Listen, I didn't say nothing good about Tristan Thompson. Exactly. You brought up that, but that I nigga. said I said Aaron Baines is better than him. So that's canceling the whole person out. And if we want to be if we want to be true about yeah. in the system, Al Horford to me is a better player than Kevin Love. Al Horford in Boston system nah, where he gets the, the nah, floor, nah, he's nah, a better player nah, than no. No. He's a better player. I think Al Horford will tell you no. And Kyrie is smoking Isaiah Thomas' little ass. Listen, he don't stand a chance. They're like, rose. The, the all Celtics, them niggas is the barbecue Celtics, chicken. The Celtics are a regular season team. They got younger players that get up to play these regular but season games. But what you said about all them other players, they got to see them. 
What you I mean? said Thomas got to see Marcus Smart. We see how Marcus Smart. see him. What he going to do? Nothing. He going to do what he do to him at practice last year. He going to bust that ass. He ain't going to do nothing at practice. Like he did to him last year. You know why? Because Marcus Smart calling carries on that weak ass. No, You carry. Carry while he dropping threes on his head. Nah. The best hope is Brian Duncan on everybody for 57 points. And can he do that every game? They already did that. And then they they already beat Boston this year. They did. They did. I mean, that shit don't count. If Bro, you just saw you your teammate know. fucking ankle snap, you Listen. think anybody else on that team wanted to hoop after that? Same thing with another team. They, they was already up. Stuff. But look, LeBron and them, they going to get up for them games. You see when they play in Washington. They got up for that game. LeBron got up. Yeah, they got up for that. He they going to get up. up. When he gets up, that's when the team gets up. They going <laughs> to get up for that game. Whenever LeBron feel like they want to win. Yeah, they going to win. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking the rest of them niggas suck. And we got I'm not disrespecting Brian. I like Brian. The Celtics going to come out the East, so we going to hold yeah, you accountable to Brian. But I, I feel like if Gordon was there, it wouldn't even be no competition. No, I disagree. I don't think it'd be close. And this is no disrespect to Brian. I don't like that nigga because I don't think he's sweet. I don't I don't see what other people see, but he's productive. LeBron James has been had one of the most amazing careers that we've ever seen as far as his productivity. Individually, when I'm watching that nigga, I just don't see it. It don't be like, oh, man, Brian, I don't see it. And you ain't never going to hear me say Brian was out cold or that shit was sweet. It's not going to happen. But he's productive as hell. My problem is the rest of them niggas is not good. I love D-Wade to death. He Bro, passed his a, prime. He's a playoff player. All right, he's you said it, all right. Playoff. He is. What is he proving you that he's not? He's going to have to prove it. Prove to me that he's not a playoff player. Every time he comes to clutch on playoff, and when he really want to play, he's going to play. He Bro, we didn't see this happen with the, the Cavs That's last two year. Players. When LeBron first got the clean. What I'm telling with you, Isaiah team. Thomas not doing shit against Marcus Smart. That's yes, what I'm is, on record bro. saying. He's going to buckets on Marcus Smart. Nah. He's too slow. And my man's a miracle at all last year. The Celtics was a better team when that nigga wasn't on the floor. No, they wasn't. They would have been number one. Did you see it against the Cavs? They would have been number one. When he was out there, they was down 60. And they then they, 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 they No, they won the next game when he didn't play. No, they got lost. They, they lost won the one. next game they when he didn't one. play. Four to one. The first, and they, did, they, did they or did they not look better after Marcus Smart was starting they over Isaiah I'll tell you this. They wouldn't be watched it without Isaiah They look better. They wouldn't be watched it without No, but the rest of the games, they got blew out by 60 with him on the floor. Bro, that's because LeBron really wanted to play. No. My, I think they got blew out again to that second game. Yes. Too. Was it by sixty? No, they still no, lost. They lost big. It was about twenty five. They, like they wouldn't be John Wall. They wouldn't be John Wall and Isaiah Thomas. Uh, uh, no. no. To be honest, <laughs> the only reason the Wizards lost was because of Marky Morris got hurt. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas was playing, but uh. Right, so what else y'all want to go into this week? Man, let's get back on Tyrese, man. <laughs> because <laughs> man, listen, man. I, I see something where he said Will Smith was like. Wiring him some money, so I mean, do y'all believe that that to be true? Or? The Will Smith wire, or I think that might have been top ten brokest things I ever seen in my life. When I seen that uh, Tyrese was banking on the Will Smith money wire to help him out in his financial troubles, I don't think so. Now I'm thinking about it because I think I'd be nice if you read an article about uh, the wires and shit like that, and how it was like fake news, and he kind of just buying into it. One. The article, the first article said that Will Smith offered him to give him this money if he would get off social media. And he hasn't gotten off social media since. He's been bragging about how he's going to get the Will Smith wire. He, he offered to pay somebody tuition once he get the Will Smith wire. I think he just needs to shut the fuck up about the Will Smith wire. Though. It's not coming through. Uh, stop putting, I think you need to take Will Smith's name out your mouth, man. I, if I was Will, I wouldn't even wire that nigga shit. I'd probably wire him $5, man. Go get him a hot and ready. Yeah, stop mentioning me, <laughs> Yeah, nigga. stop leaving me alone, bro. He kind of, at this point, he putting Will Smith on the spot. 
to give him five million dollars. I think that's what he's doing. He he wanted to hold wheel to his word. <laughs> I think he that's some shit to, to get your legs broke or get your ass beat, nigga. Yeah. I'm not giving you five million dollars. We gonna see mistakenly Tyrese falls down the flight of stairs tomorrow. I feel like that's a big loan too. Like even if you rich, I feel like the loan that nigga five. No, million that, that ain't a loan. That's a gift. Tom, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not a big one. You don't loan somebody five million. That's some shit that, oh, you my man. You yeah. fucked up. I'll give you five million. Will yeah. Smith definitely has five million. Jazzy just needed five million. He getting five million. But this nigga, we don't even know y'all know each other. All right, Tyrese, if you listen to this podcast, you gotta. we need an interview. We need you to come no, on the show. Send me uh, no. 50000 when the wire come through. And yeah, then I yeah. stop cooking hey, your ass. Tell Will to give me a million, too. Yeah, to Look prove the wire. Send us some money. Wire us. Part of the Will Smith Pay my tuition. And we just leave you And alone. I say all the lame ass shit about Fila you want that that little kid be talking about. Listen, I say I'm talking about all that lame look, shit. I, I like Tyrese a lot, man, but I think he's turned into the Roman character of Fast and Furious. Roman Pierce is in full of Roman Pierce always act like he broke, always need money, always, you know, always whining and complaining. Tyrese has turned into that, man. Yeah, Tyrese, uh, he for sure is getting his wine on right now. I just don't, I don't know. I really, I really don't know. I damn near look away from that shit, but it is what it is. Uh, what else? What else happened to y'all during this week? Well, I wanted to hear from y'all, man. How did y'all feel about the Thor movie? I'm mad I, I missed out on it. Oh, you didn't see it? No, I didn't see it. Um, it was about a six, seven. That's it was seven. the best Thor movie, but it was a comedy. Okay. Yeah. And that's kind of what made it pretty good. I kind of and. I don't really like this trend of comedy uh, superhero movies. I mean, like, yeah, they should kind of be kind of lighthearted, but I'm not really liking this trend because, one, it kind of dates them because yeah. some of the jokes don't last throughout the year. It dates them, but I also think that the end goal for Marvel, especially right now, is big budget, big brand, big casted movies. It's not the singular right now. Well, They're look, all about the Avengers and the, the grouping. Well, Marvel is going to be... Fan friendly yeah. family because it's Disney. It's owned mm-hmm. by Disney, so they gonna have them jokes. I get mad when like when like DC. But Batman as a character is dark. Yeah. Some characters you need to be dark, like how the Punisher. That's about to be dark. Like you need some some character to be dark. That's why I like Watchmen so much. But it's also like, Netflix. Yeah, those, those our heroes were really big. Yeah, and that's kind of thing. Like with this Thor movie, like a lot of stuff happened. Like his home world was destroyed. He lost his eye. But it's like you really don't feel any of that because no. of how lighthearted the movie was. Like even it was a part where the dude, where his home world was being destroyed, and the dude he told the joke. It was a pretty funny joke, but it kind of like it's like you see Thor just looking like, wow, this is where I was, this is Asgard being blown up. And dude's like, oh, it's okay if the foundation is still strong, then it'll stay strong. And then like it just blows up. Yeah, fucked up even more. Like, yeah. no. it's, like, it's done. Yeah, it's done. No, the foundation. And it's funny, but it's like, damn, bro, like. You know, that's a moment you can have with the character where it's like, oh, man. And to be quite it. honest, the character that said that kind of stole the show. He was yeah. the, the the comedic relief the entire show. He was a funny-looking character. He had a crazy little voice. Okay, so, so what, what part did the Hawk... Because I thought they... Right, did they do, like, the World War Hawk type of deal? It was, it was, well, vaguely. It was, vaguely. It, was, it, it was like you can see they got inspiration from World War Hawk because this whole planet did love Hawk the champion. They called him the champion. Everybody liked him, blah, blah, blah. The thing is they ruined the movie kind of with that. Because Turnistry. the whole movie... Was like well, ever since when Story lost his hammer and stuff like that, the whole movie was like, oh yeah, you gotta fight the champion. He's the big champion. And but we already knew who the champion was. We saw the trailer. It was yeah. the first trailer. They released the Hulk in the trailer. So I was like, they already done ruined the whole mystique of the who the champion is. And it seemed like they forced the the background of the the World War Hulk. Where it's like, all right, this is kind of what we're doing. This is where we're dropping it in. We're making it 
added into this, yeah. and now it's, it's overbearing. Like, yeah, it's overbearing. It's like you can infer that this Hulk was here before yeah. Thor, and he was destroying everybody, and it was cool. But the World War Hulk was one of the classic anime Marvel movies. Well, and that's yeah. that's the blend, and I'm taking a screenwriting class right now, and what I've seen in that class is that you have to also, if you're going to do stuff like this and adaptations, you have to have a love for what's come before you. Okay. And I feel like that's kind of the issue is where people... They're blending stuff where they don't really care about the comics. They don't care about what's been written. They take bits and pieces of it and then try to make it into what they think it should be. Well, and that's the I feel like even to counteract that though, they only have bits and pieces to begin with. Most definitely. Because if you was to write the War Hawk, you'd have to have the part where Reed Richards and them all send them out to space yeah. to begin with, and that's something that didn't happen. So it's like yeah, it's you don't like, have Reed Richards. Yeah, and then you don't and have you his don't, rights, and then you'll have the right to come back here when Hulk comes back and fights everybody and beats everybody ass. Like you ain't gonna have that part in it. But so it's like why even have that? But all they, but they also had Iron Man sent them away too, because it was like the um, the Illuminati kind of like yeah, like, yeah they are, and they could have Iron Man. But I was saying the way they no. ended. The the age of Ultron, the two seconds of Ultron, they just had a Hulk just throw, go away in a jet, and then it was like, all right. And I don't, I didn't even remember that to be quite honest. That, that was movie was so terrible when they said it, and they said they sent him away because he was talking about. Uh, well, he kind of said was it up was it uh, what was the name of the country they was in? Scandinavia. Scandinavia. Yeah, Orlando. Scandinavia. He talked about that, like, you know, because uh, he had been stuck in Hulk mode for two years yeah. since he had been up there. He talked about, like, this is the last thing I remember. What, you know, what he was asking about that, that country. Like, what happened to it? Did we save it? What happened? Because yeah, so, he didn't know. And, and that was kind of like, that was something cool that he, they didn't touch on at yeah. all, neither. They didn't like, he was jump stuck, back into it. He was stuck being the Incredible Hulk for two years. He doesn't know what he's, you know, Bruce Banner doesn't know what he's done in the past two years, and yet you see him, he probably killed yeah. some dudes. But he the probably Hulk did was very cognitive. Yeah. He was talking Hulk to him like, Banner not here, you know. And then, like, as soon as it was over, it's like, okay, let's go. Yeah. And it's like, all right. And it's like, that's, like, it's parts in movies where, they we're didn't have strengths stick, on, you know on that type of stuff. Because they were so focused on keeping it up pace, keeping it funny. Yeah. Copying this Guardians of the Galaxy mode that now I'm starting to think that I told y'all that Guardians of the Galaxy was garbage, man. I mean, it, it wasn't it was, garbage. It was. I felt like it had its place in the line no, and then bro. they should have just left I mean, that yeah, They should have just left it its own thing. Bro. Like, nah, it's like Thor's kind of doing that shit. Y'all were all prisoner in the moment. I said no. that when I first... I'm like, bro, this is garbage, What bro. it was was that the standalone movies were not good. Iron Man was bad. Thor, no, but they, we just bad. seen the, the great Avenger movie. I think that set the... That no, set that's the what I'm saying. Right. I said, I felt like the, the Guardians of the Galaxy won people over because it was so much unlike all the other stuff. Yeah, and then they see... And now it's like... It's a trend where it's like, all right, this was successful. We should try to, you know, add right, some of that in there. Yeah, like add that. some of that into the rest of our films. Where you don't necessarily need that. Where it was situations just like what Austin was saying, where it was stuff where it was thick in the mud and they should have had hit in all sorts of things. There was a point where Bruce Banner was saying, like, if I go into the Hulk mode, I, I might not never come back. Is. And they kind of just rolled over that yeah, shit. Like, like it never happened. They're Hulk again, bro. You, you need, do that you shit. Do it. And it's like, you don't got to do that. You know what I'm saying? And like, he kind of said himself, like, oh, you know, you don't even care. Like, yeah. the Thor just looked at him like, oh, well, all right, cool. Yeah. And that's what's up, nigga. I need the Hulk and like, You can see the serious tone in the movie, like Captain America. And that's why that. Those last two, yeah. especially, were some of the better Marvel movies. Yeah. But they actually stayed true to the character, kept the story intact, and just made it like a good movie overall. Where the Thor, the Thor really just been ping-ponging. They don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, and they're playing he, everybody. He not do too much, and it's like... Spider-Man yeah. was cool to be like he was. He's a little kid. He always kind of be witty, and that's his character. Yeah. Thor isn't necessarily like this. Yeah, I don't need this with Thor. Here. And it's like, yeah, Chris Helmworth, he, he's a he's a decent actor. He can do a lot of shit. Yeah. He definitely got the look. He looked the part. Yeah, he looked the part, but it's like they just... 
they don't really know what to do with him if he's not in a See, I think things, Avengers with, movie. things with that, they need to make him like a, a godly figure. They need to make him almost like the Wrath of the Titans type of god god yeah. type of figure and the people that yeah, he fights. They said they got him like a jock. Yeah, and that's and that's that's kind of like the problem. Like he's too goofy. Like yeah, yeah. It it's Disney. My, yeah. We can't do nothing about it at this and, point. And, yeah, and that's the thing. It's just it's just Disney. Because even when he first Disney. got to like the first minute, he was like, oh, you know, serious. He's keeping his. Yeah, they had the right. secret yeah. agents. Yeah. He had on the you know the big boots, and he was beating people up in that little tent where they was all trying to pick up the hammer. So even then, it had a but certain like, allure. Yeah, but now it's looking just like Chris Hemsworth with superpowers. Yeah, but like, that's the part he took a selfie. That's even. Yeah. I kind of like Loki in the movie. Like Loki was cool. He I love Loki. I've always loved Loki. Development through the movie. You know what I'm saying? He was the only person. They've always, but they've branched that with Loki throughout the three films and the Avengers film. I've always had a a high keen liking for Loki, even when you know, because he he's toying between his his own phantoms and his own issues. He's fighting demons. And what I did like is that Doctor Strange was in it, and he kind of did his thing. You could tell he mastered whatever the fuck he was going through. He's the man. Like whenever he was on the when he was on the scene, he was good. And this character development with that, where it's always to chime in, like all right, and like I said. I feel like what they just want to lead into the Avengers. When they lead into the big cast and bring everybody, that's what they want to do. Yeah, that's so what all they, this other shit is. It don't really okay, matter to them. Okay, so let's let's get off that real quick. Because Billy has been hounding me about going to see this this Justice League movie. I really don't want to go see it, but I know Billy wants to see it. So, how do y'all feel like this is gonna be? Um, I think it's gonna be pretty. I am one of the few people who actually enjoyed Batman Stink versus Superman. I thought I thought it was a pretty good. It was movie. okay. It wasn't I as bad. As people it had his, It wasn't as bad as what people talked about. Um, it had his part. It had his themes. Just the ending was kind of shitty. Yeah. But then Batman made up for it with a fat-ass scene where he beat everybody ass, and then they kind of fucked it Batman up. Batman vs. Superman. A big cartoon was, was fight terrible. with a monster yeah. for no reason. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a pretty decent movie. Um, all things considered, it's not going to be like an Avengers-type movie. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman was an all-right movie. Well, it was good. And so I, just I wouldn't think, say good. I feel like a mixture of That was extremely overhyped. That's something we need to chime on. I finally saw it, and it didn't live up to the expectations. It was right. The beginning of it was good. Yeah, it started off strong. It just got, it got kind of... You know, know she could do... It wasn't even like a Mary Sue situation like the Star Wars or nothing where she could do literally everything. And But it's like she was Wonder Woman for sure, but... Too, I wanted her to kind of look a little strong. Like, y'all got it, it's fine. She fine and beautiful yeah. and all that, but she wasn't just strong enough, you know what I'm saying? Right. Even though she was strong in the sense of the she movie. Look- she is. She like, all the other Amazonian girls yeah. looked a bit buff as hell. <laughs> she yeah, just looked yeah. like skinny old. Was, was good, y'all, you know, but... Um, I think Justice League gonna be a pretty good movie, pretty pretty solid movie. Well, the reviews have been been good on it thus far, so I'm like, you know, if the reviews on it, uh, I'll check it. And out. I feel like they hiding something. Unlike Marvel, who don't know how to hide shit. Oh, they hiding this Infinity War trailer to hell. But I feel like Avengers, I mean, uh, Batman vs. I mean, Justice League is gonna hide this. Of course, Superman reveal, but they, at least they keep. In the working. essence of how he reveals, we yeah. already know that. I feel like Justice League is most definitely going to be better than Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. How much better? I don't know. Batman vs. Superman was terrible. Lex Luthor Jr., Jesse Eisenberg was terrible. You're talking about Mark Zuckerberg? He was funny. He was terrible. Yeah, he was funny. They should have made him a different villain. He, no, was, he terrible. was terrible. He was terrible. The, the Martha, Martha scene, terrible. That shit was awful. When they both found out their mother's name, was that shit was awful. Yeah, that the, the, the big escalated fight with the monster at the end, terrible. It was bits and pieces where you felt like... That could have been a lot better. Though. Exactly. You yeah. felt like that this movie could have been a great movie. It could have been, it could and have been it, a lot they better. failed. And they had the, the exciting Batman-Superman fights where we on our edge. It was like, alright, this is cool. You know what I'm saying? Batman being who he is, showing his wits, doing creative things. That's what's up. I do think Ben Affleck's a good Batman, though. I think Henry Cavill's a good Superman. I, I love that. They gotta, write, yeah. they gotta write it. Because even with that, and I know we're not even talking about that movie in general, but like 
Zack Snyder wrote it to be way longer than what it was supposed to be. Like it's, it, he wrote it to be super long, uh, like a damn near three hour just epic. Yeah, and that's and that's not what you was gonna get from that. And even I watched it like the extended version. It didn't. It wasn't worth it. Like if if you want well, to write it, and Zack Snyder wanted because he did such a good job with three hundred. He did such a good job with um Watchmen, Watchmen that. They kind of wanted to go in that direction. You just couldn't do that with Man of Steel. You couldn't do that with Batman. Yeah, Superman. it's like you didn't. So they didn't remove him from like everything. Yeah, you so. didn't have to retell the super how you know Batman parents died. That's something that just go without saying. That's almost like yeah. why Spider Man. Like, Spider Man yeah, was it was that's successful. That's another thing. Like just get to the movie. Yeah, just get to the movie. Like yeah. enough. We don't got enough backstory yeah. with a lot of shit nowadays that we don't need. If if uh, the nigga who gonna talk during a movie and say, "Hey, what the fuck going on?" He don't need to be there <laughs> one, and somebody gonna tell him to. They gonna fill him in afterwards, and then he gonna be like, "Oh, you gonna watch it again?" So you don't need to do all that. But I think this movie gonna be pretty solid, man. Okay. I'm looking way. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward. I ain't gonna say I'm way looking forward to it, but I'm looking forward to. I'm really more looking forward to Black Panther. Yeah, I, I think that's that's all. That's the out. next big thing. I yeah. think the Justice League will be better than the second Avengers for sure. Uh, it'll probably rise. Which one, up. Civil War? No, no the um, Avengers. That wasn't the Avengers. Oh, that no, was no, just. No. All it seemed like the Avengers. <laughs> oh, okay. I forgot about, about that. Uh, I ain't trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah it'll be better than that. I think yeah. it won't be better than Civil War. No, uh, I think it'll be better than Civil War. I think it'll be a successful film, though. I'm, I'm, I won't say that I'm looking forward to it because DC has let me down the last few. DC animation is dope. Yeah, they, they got to get the. It's fire. But the mainstream big silver screen nah, hasn't been bringing it for me. All right, so uh, I mean that's about it. That's pretty most much definitely. Yeah. yeah, you gonna do your your top five? Oh, uh, for college basketball, I think that we can go over the rankings real quick as what they have intact. But I, I just kind of more so want to talk about predictions and how I think Michigan State is gonna run the fold. I don't we know. get the Final Four this year, and, and well, not necessarily Final Four, but we get a certain region for the early games in Detroit. Right, right. So Michigan State might be playing Where's with a little hometown here? advantage. I think it's a little Caesars. Little Caesars. Oh. But they might be getting a little bit of hometown advantage. To me, right now, the only competition to not for us not to win a championship is Duke. Duke does not have the depth that Michigan State has. Y'all will lose to Michigan in this season. Y'all definitely lose to Mo Wagner. You know a stat that I know? We got Matthews. The the stat that I know is Lando. The transfer from Kentucky. They only have four players returning that averaged more than three points last year. That's terrible. The transfer from Kentucky is eligible to play. Yeah, you're backing a lot on them. John Simmons, who was the Mac. Led them or led all the point guards to start and uh and scoring is the point guard this year. Yeah, you're banking a lot a lot on them. Yeah. I mean they got they got veteran experience. I mean and Mo and Mo gonna be a beast. And um, I mean then they got Duncan Robinson back. Come on, man. We ready for y'all. Duncan. I think y'all overhyped. I, I do think y'all go fucking Robinson. I, I did do, yeah. He can hit threes. He gonna spread the flow. I don't care about college basketball. I think that's just probably the worst thing they put on TV. And they kinda need to stop putting no, that shit on TV. No. Especially during March Madness, because it's it's, Wait, no, March Madness, that's the only time the shit to be on TV. No, I feel like they need to, because now we, I'm there and there can see two minutes of that shit. And you, back in the day, when I was a child, it used to be, oh, look, it's a buzzer beater. Oh, look, it's a buzzer beater. Now like, it's like you watch a whole bad game. That's the whole reason why I, I watch football in the playoffs. It's because you win to go home. Nigga, it's either you win this or you no, got to go home. Right, that's still, the, yeah, that's still the product what I, itself is I, not I gotta, good. The product not good, but it's still the most exciting weekend that first well, weekend. Definitely. Yeah, because you see like, the upsets. And I just like any other college basketball from any other time. I just don't like it. Like, I like the, I like the tournaments. Like, when they go to, like, the conference tournaments yeah. to, like, the March Madness, I'm good with it. You still got to realize they kids, they're doing other stuff. They don't like it. There's a lot of one and done. It's yeah, not as good like it used to be. I feel like it's a level, it's a certain level of sports I'm willing to take from, like, Amateurs, if you want to say that, and I feel like in the I feel like basketball in a sense has the least 
uh, leniency on how much bad basketball I could take, and I feel like all college basketball, like I could take it, I could take the Bulls. See, you, fucking, you you think about the year before, like last year was straight. The year before last was really bad. Yeah. It was really bad. You saw airball threes and all types yeah. of stuff like it was yeah. some bad yeah. shit. Yeah. Look, look, it was some bad basketball. Yeah. I also want to chime in on Oakland University. I think that this is finally the year of me being an Oakland student. We get into the tournament. Our biggest competition from the horizon, which is Valparaiso, has left our conference. You don't like to take on a losing type of mentality where you're just happy your you, competition league. The, pro- the problem I got with that is they should have been in the tournament the last few years. Most definitely. It shouldn't, be, it shouldn't come down to that one championship game or some, some bullshit like that. But Oakland University has what most people are pegging as a, a mid-level conference three-headed monster in Kendrick Nunn, Jalen Hayes, and Martez Walker. Yeah. Martez Walker came from Texas. He's also a Detroit Persian Doughboy. He's a high-level recruit. Yeah. Kendrick Nunn played at Illinois. And to be quite honest, he looks pegged for a, a great season. Yeah. It looks like he might make a run in player of the year. He had 36 today. Granted, it was against a weaker talent. But with his play play style, I could see him averaging close to 30 points. No, yeah, they, they definitely they should be in the mix. There's no, there's no reason why they should be. And it might be time for an upset. We didn't get the dance with Kay Felder. I think now we got our chance. Yeah. Well, that one year y'all lost to one guy's like father passed away during the yeah. tournament. Yeah, so I mean, y'all, y'all gonna be straight. But you said you want to do a top five. Oh yeah, top five uh, college basketball team. Team ever? I thought you said starting lineup, but yeah, team was well, starting line. I wouldn't die. Okay, teams. Wouldn't okay, wouldn't be a team, but it is a starting lineup. Yeah, yeah. when the next last well, since we've been alive, snake draft style. Who you, who the first person you? Oh, pick? first round first pick me. Yeah, Chris yeah. Jackson. Uh, that's it. That's, that's, it. Then, that's my team right there. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Bryson, LeBron James, if he would have went to college. All right, go. How you feeling, Lando? I mean, I'm going to go with the running Rebels 1990, man. Oh, we're going team? The, yeah, I thought we were going players. I thought you said teams. You yeah. said starting five. Yeah, your team. What's my your team, team going to be the running yeah, run Rebels. You taking Larry, the whole five? I'm, take, I'm taking Larry Johnson. All right, Larry Johnson. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I, you already knew who I was taking, but I'm going with Carmelo Anthony. Greatest freshman to ever touch basketball in my eyes. But that that team could not beat because you said team, but that team could not beat any of <laughs> no, the league teams. But Carmelo Anthony is my. Oh, that was one of the weakest tournaments oh, ever. Too. Snake. Go all right, all right. Team. For me, uh, man, I think I gotta go Steph. Ooh, I gotta okay. go Wardell. Lando, you got. I got, Grant, I got Grant Hill. Yeah. Ninety-two. Yeah, they won uh-huh. championship. I'm gonna keep it LSU and go Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq wasn't that dominant in college, though. He, he wasn't, but he kind of, Christian Lehner fucking stole his shine and went to the team instead yeah, of him. Christian he he should have went. Um, if I had to go again, um, you know, I'm going to go double bigs. I'm going to go Ant Davis. I saw Ant hooping. I thought that nigga was unstoppable when he was going crazy. All right, Lando. Uh, no, it's Lando. It's Lando. Yeah, it's Lando. Uh, I got to go uh, with that side slam a jamma, man. I got to go with Kimolajuwon. He went two bigs. Yeah. I went triple bigs. I got two bigs on my shit. Five four center and a point guard. I go be league guy. Ah, I think I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Boogie Cousins, man. Boogie was the most dominant that I've seen at Kentucky. And that's three for me. Yeah, you got another one now. Ah, uh, I'm going two guards in the backcourt, two point guards, Derrick Rose. I'm gonna go Jalen Rose. Ooh, that was somebody I was considering. Oh damn, I was gonna go Chris Webber. I really don't remember too many. I don't like that nigga. I don't like that nigga like that neither. Um, good player though. Trying to think, trying to think. 
I got JJ Reddick and Duke Days. He was he was a real solid shooter. For my I team, was, that was one of that was one of the people I was. That's considering. what I'm saying. He was hooping. That was one of the niggas I needed on my shit. And if I had to pick a last player, Tyler Hansbro. He was. I really thought Tyler Hansbro was gonna run the table in the league. I thought he, and that's one of my future forever bad takes. I saw him 360 with his left hand at four field. I thought he was the coach player I ever seen in my life. He let me down, but Tyler Hansbro. He did. He did do some wild shit with that. In college, I thought he was the ultimate player. Orlando, who you got? They got uh, Georgetown, Allen Iverson. Georgetown, Allen Iverson. Yeah. I thought he was going to go Georgetown, Patrick. Shoot. That's what I was, I was thinking. I was thinking about Alonzo Mourning, but I, I got to go Iverson with that. Orlando got two more, Donnie. Or one more. No, I'm, I'm good. I think my five is good. I got Larry Johnson. I had Grant Hill. I had uh, King. And did I have another big man? Jalen Rose and oh, Iverson. Yeah, yeah. So who's my last person? Or do I gotta go again? Your last, your just person was Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Two get two more. No, I got you. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you picked Stephen Boogie. Yeah. No, I never picked the fifth person. Oh, yeah, you got fifth person. Yeah. I feel like I need a shooter, but only shooter I could think of that was that dominant was Jimmer, and I really felt like somebody was gonna say that. I, thought, I felt I like somebody say, was gonna say Jimmer. I couldn't really. I thought it was. At first, I thought it was like, I didn't even want to participate because I just hate, I saw the words college <laughs> basketball and I hated so much that I was just going to say nothing. Ain't too little, man. I, I think that. You can go Adam Morrison. That, that was who I was going to pick, to be quite honest, because you took J.J. Reddick. And I feel like Adam Morrison was better than him that year. I like J.J. though. I, I will go Adam Morrison. J.J. was a forever hated, you know, just white nigga that you just hated. You know I think that many people hated Jay. Well, Jay, Jay had a, he had a little bit of a mean streak though. He yeah. did get cocky sometimes. He'd be talking. He's like, "Hey man, you oh, you ain't uh, that type of dude." Personal personal favorite, Grayson Allen. He he almost took Psycho T for that spot, but because I just like Grayson it. Allen, I like a wild mean uh, ass like trippier. Personal no. favorite, I just said fuck no, it. Because if, if he was black, he would have been kicked out. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. no, no. Yeah, that's why. Oh, Trey Burke too. Trey Burke, Trey Burke definitely my guy. Trey Burke took them. Yeah, took them to the final. Keith Allen really won because yeah, Louisville was cheating. Yeah. <laughs> my my <laughs> personal favorite growing up, I say Drew Nitsel. Man, that nigga, dog. <laughs> That's he should have left after his junior year, dog. <laughs> that nigga, oh, it's so fucked him up. Lando, personal favorite, Mateen Cleese. Hey, you know what that first song said? Hey, you know what? He's a, hey, listen, now. no, I ain't gonna lie. Hey, at Michigan State, I thought he was cold, man. When he got to the Pistons, dog, and he just kept making them stupid passes and shooting threes off the backboard, Mateen I was done Cleese with him. Mateen is somebody I never liked. He would have came to Michigan if it wasn't for that car crash, too, so. Yeah, that's great. Alright, and that's I think that's it for this week's episode, man. Pretty good episode. Pretty, okay. It's pretty smooth. Uh shout out to everybody that listened last week. Listen again. Don't forget to leave a like, uh retweet the link if you see it. Subscribe to our Apple Podcast page. Subscribe on uh SoundCloud if you will. Um hey. really appreciate everything. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Yeah, what you, you-